and welcome to episode 5 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co-host, Justin Smitty Smith, and with me as always is my faithful co-host, the Waldorf to my stabber, Ryan Amy. Nice. Hello, how you doing, Smitty? I'm good, bud. How are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good on take number two. Uh, <laughs> what episode number is it? It's five. Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And for anybody that likes Booker T, yeah, you will appreciate no, that. No, I was going to say, no. You don't know, too <laughs> bad. Too bad. Fair enough, fair you enough. You don't know too bad if you know, you know. <laughs> that's right, that's right. You'll appreciate it even more if you know. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to say that again. You. <laughs> it didn't sound right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we're, <laughs> we're having some issues tonight. <laughs> yeah, tonight it was episode five. Hashtag or also known as the Revenge of the Tech. We we have technical issues. We have speaking issues. <laughs> it's been a day. <laughs> yeah. This week has and been a long year. And he and you and I both got new mics, and we're like, oh, tonight's going to be good. No. No. We're We're so wrong. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, yeah, I got, like, a cheapy little plug-in, like, a a headphone jack mic, but it's hopefully better. So hopefully hopefully sound a little bit better than my gaming headphone mic. Yep. And uh, my friend Drew out here in Syracuse, he gave me a fancy USB computer mic. It's the Blue Yeti, and uh, apparently it sounds really good. And so, yeah, hopefully our sound quality is a little bit better this week. Just a couple notches up will be good enough. That's right. <laughs> so, how how, how you doing? How's your how's your week been? Good. My week was surprisingly good. Like it's good. Work work wasn't terrible, which is always that's kind of how it's kind of how you have to measure it when you work for my company. It's okay, <laughs> yeah. not terrible. Yeah. Uh, I got home at a reasonable time, almost every night. Wednesday was our like Wednesdays are our heavy day, so like I got home around nine, which okay. is not the latest I've ever been out. Like it the is rest not. of the week, I was back by like anywhere from like six thirty to like seven twenty, which those are I count those as decent nights. Very good, very good. So the week wasn't bad. Uh, I told you, but we definitely want to talk about it on here. Uh, a few days ago, it was popped up online that was the I think twenty fourth anniversary of like, the very infamous Scottie Pippen dunk dunk on Patrick Ewing. Oh, yeah. like, I have a t-shirt showing that dunk. Like, yes. you've seen that t-shirt. Oh, yes. It's a fantastic it's t-shirt cool. of a fantastic dunk. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And, like, so a lot of people were, like, a lot of pages were, like, sharing that clip. And a wrestler who we're both a really big fan of, Shane Hurricane Helms, mm-hmm. who I have his figure on my wrestling figure shelf, he tweeted, like, he retweeted someone who posted that clip, and he goes, my favorite dunk. 
So I had a picture of the T-shirt. I found it. I replied to him, put my favorite dunk on my favorite shirt. And he liked it and replied to me with love it, which <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> made my day. There you go. Hey, it's awesome that when, you know, I mean, obviously he's not a super well-known person, but he's well-known to a, a number of people. And uh, I sure was, yeah. yeah, so for him to for him to reply like that, like, good on good on you, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. I told my wife that a f- like a few minutes later, I thought of like tweeting back, being like, "Wow, not every day an extra figure on my shelf responds to me on Twitter." <laughs> that might have come I off figured, a little creepy. <laughs> exactly. I figured, you know what? The, you know, leave the moment as it is. It was cool. He said a little thing. It popped me. I said it to a bunch of people. It popped everybody. You know, don't, I, didn't, I don't need to milk it for more than I was. That's right. That's right. There you go. Which I feel like a lot of people on the internet should really take note of that. Yeah. Don't go for more. Sometimes less is more. That's right. That's right. Yep. And yeah, my- so that was kind of a highlight. Very good. That's a that's that's a pretty cool highlight to have one of your, you know, favorite uh, people that are kind of on screen and like even a minor celebrity responding like that on Twitter because they don't have to. So for him to nope. to do that, like, pretty cool. That was a pretty cool moment. Yeah. So how about you? How was your week? Uh it was good. Pretty relatively uneventful. You know, like work has been uh, a lot easier. Um, which is almost a little bit worrisome, (laughs) um, just for the fact that like, you know, there is a possibility that like when we get, um, inspected and have like roots adjusted and stuff that they could technically pull, um, you know, or like reduce the number of roots we have in our office, um, you know, because I didn't know, I didn't know that was the thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause if. Each route should be with parcels and mail and all that stuff. Should be about eight hours. So, uh, or provide for an eight hour day. And if we're getting done in six or seven, um, you know, then they're gonna, they, they can, you know, take a little bit uh, off of a different route or, you know, condense some routes together. And yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, you know, I'm sure something else will will pick up the slack somewhere. <laughs> but um, and then uh, so last weekend um, we put in a couple of different applications to adopt a dog. Um, we were we've been talking about it for a little bit and um, having a, a potato. He's been he's he's nervous around dogs. So when he was younger, he had a dog come right up to him and snatch a cookie out of his hand. And ever since then, he's been very, very nervous around dogs. So, uh, but he's been getting a little bit more comfortable around a dog. So we were talking about it. We put in a couple applications and we actually had, uh, we got approved um, yesterday and we had a visit today and it did not go the way we thought it was going to go. <laughs> um, it not it wasn't like a train wreck. It was not a complete train wreck. Um, but Grace, she did not have um, 
you know, like a really good connection with the dog. Um, I did a little bit, but something that she pointed out was that, and of course, um, Iggy, he definitely, or Soul Crusher, I should say, he, he's just an animal kid. So like he, he loved, uh, the dog's name was Eddie. He loved him like right away. But one thing that Grace noticed was that he wasn't really interested in the people so much. He was really interested in sniffing around, you know, the house and doing all that. Um, and, and it could, I mean, it could just be, he was in a kennel for a while. Like he actually had marks on his face from trying to push his way out of the kennel, like cage that he used to be in. Like, they, yeah, they were, they were healing up pretty good already, but, um, but yeah, like, so he didn't really want to, you know, he doesn't really want to be confined and we want to, we want to have one that's not, have a dog that's not really going to like you know, want to sleep on the bed too much, you know, all that stuff, and and is kind of chill, and he was, and not that we can't have an energetic dog, but, um, I don't know, it was just, it was, it was not, you know, kind of what we were expecting, um, and then, uh, we did, we did go for a walk, um, with the, the woman who's fostering him right now, and she was, you know, asking all of our questions, but, um, he was tugging like the whole time um, on the walk. Uh, he's still so young. He's only like a year, I think. Year. They don't know his exact age. He's a year to a year and a half old, you know, so he's still a puppy. I, she told us that dogs are puppies technically until they're two. So, well, yeah. Right, good to know. Yeah. So, and then uh, after she left. And, um, while, well, while we were waiting in the, uh, in our driveway, um, she was just, you know, like, do you have any other questions? And she was getting ready to go. Some other dogs came walking by in the neighborhood and, and all of a sudden he was like barking at them and trying to go get to them and, you know, doing all the stuff. We're like, oh, this was when he saw dogs on our walk, he, you know, wasn't really acting like that. Um, so that was unusual as well. Um, but then after she left, she said, like, you know, if we want him, we can have him. Um, but we, you know, it definitely wasn't like instant sold. And of course, not that the dog has to be perfect, but you know, like you didn't feel that connection. Yeah. Um, but what really sealed it was we were letting him, you know, just kind of wander around the house. The boys were kind of playing with him a little bit here and there, just kind of like, like, oh, giving him a little tour, like, hey, like, look over here, you know, this is what we got over here, stuff like that. It was it was cute, you know. Um, but Grace went into our bedroom and she went she laid down on the bed and then she got up and she smelled, she's like, What was that? He pooped in our bedroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and and like it was big. It was a big one. Um, it was like a cow pie. Um, it was bad. He had, and he like stepped in it, so it kind of dragged on the carpet a little bit. Thank, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, we do have um, we do have like a like a carpet cleaner uh, type of vacuum, you know, like a shampooer type thing. So it wasn't, it wasn't a lost cause. Like we, you know, we weren't like, oh, can't sleep in our bedroom tonight. Um, but we did clean it up, 
and uh, you know, so yeah, and we were disappointed because we're like, yeah, I don't think this is gonna work. Um, Grace was a little bit upset, you know, because she not so much, you know, that the dog did what it did, like dog's gonna be a dog, but yeah. um, but more sad because like I had my hopes up, and we do want a dog, and you know, she knows that I want a dog because I didn't have one growing up, and um. And Isaiah, uh, well, Isaiah, that's fine. I can say his name. Um, he ha- he has one, uh, he has a dog with his mom. Um, so, again, he's just a natural, you know, with, with the animals and stuff. So, but she was she was sad for me, and, and I was like, there's no reason. You know, she's like, I feel like a bad guy. I'm like, you, no, you're not a bad guy. Like, it's not the right fit. It's not the right fit, you know? Like, it's not a big exactly. deal. So, and we're approved, which means that, if another dog comes up, we can say, hey, we're interested in this dog, you know? And um, so we don't want to sound like, you know, uh, that it's got to be, like, fully trained and all that stuff. But we also know, like, he needs a lot more work than the time that and time that we can give him right now. Um, and I really, we really do feel like it would be a disservice to try and, like have him with us because I think we would get frustrated and you know, it would just, it would not be the best situation. I don't think so. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you gotta, gotta do what's right for everyone, including the dog. And yeah, you know, sometimes that means it's just, you gotta pass. Yeah. Yeah. So we're sure like, uh, it's, it's a really cool, um, organization cause it's, they don't have a shelter or anything like that. It's just a, a group of volunteers that foster the uh, the dogs that come in through their system um, until they find them a home. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, I mean, he could be uh, – another thought is that he could be a little bit more aggressive because he hasn't been neutered yet. So, um, yeah, and explaining that to the boys was uh, – that was fun too so um (laughs) but uh but yeah so that was that was the that was the big event of the uh of the weekend so um or of the day today we haven't finished our weekend yet but um but yeah so uh yeah that was uh that's what we've got going on and just uh you know we've been oh Okay, real quick, one one more thing. I was so happy about. I got one of my coworkers into that show on Amazon Prime. I know we didn't talk about this before. This was not in our little run of show meeting, but I but I it just came to mind real quick before we go on to to what we had planned next. Invincible on Amazon Prime. Have you heard of it? Yes, I've heard of it. I know. I've never read any of the comics that's based off. Neither, of, neither have I. Watched it, but yeah. I am slightly familiar with it. Okay, we watched the first season. It's fantastic. I got one of my coworkers to watch it. She said that she's like, I told her it was anime. She's like, ah, I don't do anime. I'm like, no. Trust me. Get through the first episode. Get past the credits on the first episode and see the post credit scene. And then you will want to watch the rest of it to find out what is happening. And she did. And I was so pumped. I was like, yes! I have somebody at work to talk to about uh, this great show with. So, 
Um, yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, oh, also, one more thing. The, the podcast, our podcast, we are on a number of platforms now. Um, hey, let's talk about this. Yes. Um, so, we are on... Uh, we use Anchor to publish uh, the show, and right now we are on. Let me see. I gotta find it. Oh, we are available on six different platforms. Um, you can get us. Hey. At, what's that? I said, dang. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I'm trying to keep us family friendly. So that's right. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so we do have an RSS feed. Uh, I've never used an RSS feed. I don't know what it does, uh, but I think it's just another type of notification system. Um, but we are also on, uh, well, obviously Anchor. Anchor actually, like through Spotify, is its own site. We're on something called Breaker. Never heard of that one. Um, we are on Google Podcasts, which is super cool. Um, Pocket Casts, I have heard of that one. Uh, and Radio Public. And the main one that we have been um, sharing with people is through our Spotify. So we are on a number of places. Still waiting on uh, Apple Podcasts and a couple other ones. But yeah, so that is fantastic. Um, I'm son. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, yeah. So, moving on from that, uh, Smitty, I know you are a casual sports fan. Yes. You're more. As I described it with football, I'm a really big Bills fan and an okay football fan. Yes. Um, which is totally fair, you know, like, uh, you know, you pay attention to what you can. So, uh, there's a lot of football played every weekend. So, (laughs) um, for me, I grew up, you know, watching sports, uh, on my mom's side of the family. Like I didn't really have much of a choice. (laughs) It was, uh, you know, watch it or be, um, you know, some sort of black sheep. Which I still kind of am in my in my side of the family, but not with that. I I loved it. I played football growing up, um, and uh, follow have followed it since I was since I can remember. Um, so, in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, a famously inept franchise. Um, that is a very nice way to say they are famously <laughs> losers. Yeah. They they historically have not done very well. Um, they've had two really great offensive players for, that you know we grew up with. Uh, first one obviously being Barry Sanders. Um, yep. Just it, for for my money, the best running back that I've ever seen. Um, people try to discount what he did because the Lions didn't really win very much with him, but not really a running back's fault he did the best that he could including running backwards to run forward so you know um because his offensive line could not block anybody (laughs) um and and then the more recent example would be uh calvin johnson 
um, the amazing wide receiver. But both of those players retired very early. I think they were both 30 or 31 years old, um, which, you know, for football is old, but, you know, most play- most really great players do play for, you know, into their mid-30s. I mean, you got Tom Brady at 43 still, but he's – He's a he's a unicorn. Yeah. He's yeah, a unicorn. Sad it. Sad it. <laughs> so, anyways, um, the Detroit Lions they hired a new coach, and his name is Dan Campbell. And I had never heard Dan Campbell before this, um, but man, have you heard of him now? Oh yeah, I. <laughs> when this man speaks, I pay attention, and not because it's anything necessarily good. Um. It's strange, and uh, yeah, it's it's something else. Um, in his introductory uh, press conference, he talked about how the lions are basically gonna, you know, bite your kneecaps off. <laughs> um, uh, he says, uh, I'm trying to find the quote here, but yeah, that, um, they want, he wants to, you know, turn the lions into fighters. Um, so here it is. It's, uh, Dan Campbell, uh, quote, so this team is going to be built Don. We're going to kick you in the teeth. Uh, when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off and we're going to stand up and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. And on the way up, we're going to take your your other kneecap, and we're <laughs> and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. That's going to be the mentality. So, <laughs> so he's saying this. Not nowhere in there. Is any sense of uh, oh that's a that's a cat that's a cat in your camera? Hello, kitty. Yes. Um, nowhere in there is any sort of sense of like strategy. Yeah, football strategy. Game plan. Like, you know. Philosophy. Yeah, like I don't know. Do you do you coach more on the defensive side and you have an offensive coordinator or vice versa? I don't know. I, we have we have no idea. So um, then uh, that was I think back in April. Was that April? Oh no, I'm sorry. That was January. <laughs> uh, time is a flat circle. Who knows? Um, and then uh, this past week, the Detroit Lions' esteemed head coach has now said that he put in. Um, something at ownership to have a pet lion on the field at practice (laughs) at practice practice. um (laughs) this is uh this is what he said quote i don't think we're going to be able to do it but i would love to literally just have a pet lion campbell said via dave burkett of the detroit free press just a legit pet lion on a chain a big bleepin' chain, and he really is my pet. We just walk around the building. We go out to practice. We're at seven on seven. We're behind the kicker when he's kicking. <laughs> we Campbell said that he'd like, lo- yeah, 
Yeah. Campbell said that he'd like the line to play a role in letting a position group know they were underperforming by training it to, and I quote, take a dump right there in the middle of where their section is. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> During a bad practice. <laughs> <laughs> he also acknowledged that he could wind up losing an arm to his new pet, but that would be even better because it would validate what validate what this is a freaking creature now. <sighs> so I didn't I didn't tell you what he said before reading this to you. I'm so glad I got an honest reaction. Um, I, uh, I'm speechless. Like, I have. Uh, oh, oh, we lost Smitty. Oh, there he is. Hey, I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> you disconnected for a second there, <laughs> dude. I am like, it was it was funny because I said I'm speechless and like you know, so I thought you were still like wow. So it was good, you know, it was good timing. Um, yeah. I am just like, so I have a friend on uh, in Love Thy Nerd. He is a hard. He's from Detroit. He's a hardcore Detroit sports fan. All Detroit sports: Pistons, Tigers, Lions, all of them. Um. And uh, I con- I'm like, I told him, I'm like, dude, what is happening with your Lions team, man? Like, you got a guy who's promoting cannibalism and wanting to have a deadly beast on the practice field to motivate his players. Do you- Does anybody know, like, is he game planning for the other teams? You know? And he's like, I, I have no idea. It's going gonna- it's gonna to be, uh, you know... A hot piece of garbage, my my Detroit Lions season. <laughs> well, and like a typical word for my takeaway in his description is, I find it funny that he's like anticipating just getting the crud kicked out of them, knocked down. Yeah, but when we get back up. It's like, no, how about you work on not getting knocked down three, yeah. four, five, six times? <laughs> so then you have to claw your way back up and take out all the kneecaps. Yeah. And Oh my gosh. Like, you... That's where my thing was. Like, how about you just try not to get taken down so much? Yeah. And yeah. Instead of anticipating being knocked down. <laughs> and then, yeah, but. But after that, like, no, how about before that, you do something to stop it? Exactly. It's just, oh, my gosh. Like, he reminds me of, like, just meathead coaches who think that water makes you weak. Um, Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, uh, it's just, uh, it's so old and... Like I thought, I thought in 2021 we were done with this kind of coaching. So, um, you know, yeah, we found out. No, we're we're still maybe a little bit back in the 1960s. So, Lucy's not for either of our teams. Yes, yes. If he was the Eagles coach, I I I would just I would be sitting here crying in agony, knowing that he was going to be coaching my team. And I mean. 
who knows? Maybe he's hiding some sort of, you know, good game planning underneath that bravado. Because he got hired. So he has to know some sort of football schematics and, and strategy. He's just the epitome of fake it till you make it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, I I would be gladly surprised... Um, just I root for the Lions just because they're so bad, um, but I would be gladly surprised if they actually ended up having a good season. So, um, yeah. you know, I, that that would ma- actually make me happy. I don't think it's going to happen, um, yeah. and I don't he's even too, think he's too focused on kneecaps. That's right. He wants he wants uh, he wants that calcium from those bones, man. You know, just gonna have a kneecap collection. <laughs> Oh man, I just um, I just couldn't believe that that was like that that was a thing. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. So um, I don't know. I I don't even know how to transition from that. Like, it's just so it's so stunning. You go ahead, take 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 the lead on that one. Do we have an ad break? Are we getting money for this yet? <laughs> I think we're having to pay for it, actually. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. So, yeah, no, yeah. I, I have to pay for my yeah, internet yeah. connection, so I guess so, you know. Yeah. yeah to move on from uh, I want an actual living lion on the prices field. Uh, yeah, and no form of actual segue. We're just going to move on into this week's installment of Has Ryan Played It? Wait, wait a second. Uh, what are you doing? We're not. Why you gotta play that? So. No, 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 no. That's fine. No, you can call me my name, but uh, we're talking about some cartoons, man. We're doing it after this. We are. Yes. Since when? You didn't tell me this. Yes, I did. I said, "Coach Talk." That's why I gotta play it. <laughs> then when that dies down, cartoons. Well, I I feel like Gandalf. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> well, get rid of the Buttercup. Come on. Okay, so I'm keeping it in there. I'm not cutting this stuff out. You're bullying yeah. me around. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, okay, yes. You can't pay attention. Don't get mad. Don't call me a bully because you can't focus. We're in episode five, and it's like the third time that you haven't followed along with our our stupid little pre-production meeting. Hey, somebody's got to keep you on your toes, you know? And this is not you. Because you're not paying attention. Anyways, have you... Well, I guess we gotta get someone else in this because it's neither of us, That's apparently. Right. Yeah. We're good. So, anyways, huh. this week's installment of Has Ryan Played It. <laughs> uh, which, if anyone is this your first time listening, I am so sorry. And, <laughs> uh, so, we, uh, Ryan is the cute game, 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 and just like our other segment has somebody seen them where I'm super in the shows and bands, he's super in the games. So I am going to give him a game that he's not knowing which one I'm going to say, and then we're going to talk about it. So for this week, I am going to go with 
Portal 2. Ooh, Portal 2. Possibly, depending on my mood, my favorite game of all time. Really? Yes. Have you heard of this game? I'm pretty sure I've... I know I've played one of the Portals. I want to say it was Portal 2. Okay. So it is... So I'm super familiar with the concept and the... How I played, and yes, yes, I have played that game. Okay, yeah, so you got the you got the portal gun, you're shooting one color, shooting another color, makes it, yeah. So, but you're doing that to solve puzzles. Um, and Portal 2 uh, definitely builds, like, big time off of Portal 1. Portal 1 was part of this uh, game collection called the Orange Box. And, like, nobody knew that it was going to be in this game collection. And uh, it's a very short game. It's only a couple hours long. Um, And it was a huge hit, though. Uh, It's kind of where um, some of, like, internet meme culture took uh, took it with, like, um, The Cake is a Lie. Um, Yeah. So that sort of thing comes from that. Um, and then Portal 2 got its own release in 2011, so this year it'll be 10 years old, and it's just, oh my gosh, it's like gaming, it's as close to a perfect game as, as I think there is, um, and it, it's still, like, even with all the advancements of, of games that have come out since, it's still great to play, like, it's not the greatest looking game, but it's, it doesn't need to be, you know, like the, oh my gosh, the writing is so funny. Steven Merchant, uh, does voice acting for one of the characters. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's so funny. It's just like any time, but he's also like playing, uh, playing like this, um, maniacal guy too at, at some points, um, who, is is say that just say um I think it was the first portal that I played then okay because I don't remember any other characters in the one that I played besides the so, besides the robot that's trying to kill you yeah, yeah and like your character yes yep um I mean oh it's just so good Go and ahead. yeah no 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 you're good you're good yeah Stephen Merchant is so funny in it but also again. Um, scary, but still stays funny because he can't, his, uh, character can't really be bad all that well. (laughs) Like, he's bad at being bad. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just so good. And it's like, the puzzles are ingenious. J.K. Simmons is in it. Um... Yeah, like you cannot go wrong with J.K. Simmons. No, not at all. Hey, jumping back to you talking about Invincible. Yeah, that's right. Yep, he's in. He's in Invincible. That's right. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that dude. No, awesome. He's always great, and uh, I mean J. Jonah Jameson is where I first saw him. Um, Yeah, and then uh, Juno. He was Juno's dad in that movie. Um. But, uh, but yeah, Portal is just, and it's got a co-op mode. It's got a whole different set of levels for the co-op mode. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and it's just, it's, 
oh, it's so good. If you have, if anybody, if you like games, if you have an Xbox One, um, or even the newest one, but um, you can buy if you buy the disc, Portal Two disc, you can get it for under ten bucks, and uh, it's just, I mean, it, it. There are parts that literally bent my brain in a way that I didn't think it could go uh, to solve the puzzle but it was just so satisfying and like I said the writing is funny um, it's just uh, I, I, I replay that game at least once a year just because of how good it is and especially if like I don't feel like anything new is really connecting I'm like okay it's time to play Portal <laughs> so I would if they brought it to the Switch, if they like remastered it and put it on the Nintendo Switch, I oh, oh my gosh, I would I would never stop playing it. <laughs> I would never stop playing it. So yeah, it's it's great. But Valve, the publisher, they don't really republish games, so unfortunately. But yeah, so have I played Portal Two? Absolutely. So top top three for of my favorite games. So. Nice. Yes. So now back to the correct order of the show because I messed up. <laughs> oh, you're such a jerk. No, no, no. I'm saying I messed up. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So, yeah. No tunes. Let's talk about them. Yes. We're talking about Specifically, uh, like... The 80s, early 90s, yes. Saturday morning slash after school cartoons. Yes. Because in my mind, I can't try to differentiate between which one was the after school and which one was Saturday morning. Because sometimes they changed scheduling. Yeah. So they're all lumped in. Yes. But uh, there's just, I don't even know what to start with because there was just so many amazing shows that we grew up on that like maybe any of these shows could be its own topic so i did i did pull up a list you what i said i did pull up a list all right so uh okay so it's okay it's 44 so I don't know if you want me it's for some reason it's got number one at the top instead of counting down it count it counts up which is weird um but do you want me to start with number one let's see what we got uh one of our favorites i'm pretty sure it's one of your favorites definitely one of mine ducktales what'd you say yeah i said oh yes (laughs) sorry the mic cut out on you a little bit there oh Uh, I will say I liked DuckTales as a kid. Yes. Probably now, like, a favorite. Okay. That one where I'm like, oh, yeah, DuckTales. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, I, like, if it was the cartoon that was on, I'd watch it. Yes. But I never, like, sought out watching DuckTales. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I know it was on... It was on every time I was, I came home after school uh, to my grandma's house. She would have that on, a, ready to go. It was a part of the, the Disney afternoon. That's right. That's right. Yep. And Which that whole block was. Oh, those were awesome cartoons. Gosh, yes. And if you want, I mean, 
if you want to, like, I, I don't know, I don't know where it is on the list, but they had a crossover one of your favorites. Uh, they had another duck in it, if I'm not mistaken. I am the terror of flaps in the night. <laughs> Dark wing duck, and I am. Oh no! They better have it on here, because I'm seeing. Oh, I mean, that doesn't matter. I just, I was thinking just using this to like bring up shows that we think that we can't think of. So no, that's while true. We're down the top fair. Of the Darkwing Duck. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, Darkwing Duck, great, so funny. Um, he, uh, what was what was his um what was the pilot's name? The sidekick. Oh, Launchpad McQuack. Because he was from DuckTales. That's right, yes. And, oh my gosh, because Darkwing was such a bumbling idiot, and Launchpad was actually more of the capable guy, but, like, he didn't really know it, right? Like, he just kind of covered up for Darkwing's blunders. <laughs> I wouldn't say he was a capable guy. I would say between the two of them, there was, like, maybe one capable guy. Okay. Like, and then his daughter, Gosselin, she was more capable. That's right. I forgot he she had the daughter. A... That's right. That's right. But so, yes, Darkwing Duck, favorite of mine growing up. And it's one of those where, like, unfortunately, I feel like it doesn't quite hold up. Like, when Disney Plus came out, yeah, that was literally the first thing I pulled up. And I got about episode two in. And I'm like, whew, yeah. okay. And I just stopped watching it because I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have nostalgia be on my side. Yes. Than, but I love that show. And to bring up a point that I talked about a couple weeks ago with the Has Ryan played it, uh, I brought up how when I was a kid, my mom would make awesome Halloween costumes. Yes. And Harry for like Mario three, she made me the raccoon Mario. Mm -hmm. But one year for Halloween, she made me a Darkwing Duck costume. That's awesome. And by that I mean, made a big stuffed duck head <laughs> that then had the hat on top of it. Oh wow! So she didn't just make yeah. you the hat; she made you the the face. Yes, that's awesome. She made the outfit, she made, like, little, like, cloth, like, duck feet that, like, went over my sneakers. Like, that, yeah, so the head came off. I had, like, the, like, the purple headband mask mm -hmm. around the head. That's awesome. And then the hat, then the hat was, I think, a separate piece on top of the head. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's so, funny. when I say my mom made also, like, she made some pretty cool Halloween costumes. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. That's so cool. Yeah, so that was, that, like, and I don't even know as a kid what it was about that show. Maybe because it was, like, I think maybe because it was, like, comedic superheroes. Yeah. Or because, like, at the time, like, and we'll talk about these shows, too, but, like, you had X-Men and, like, Spider-Man and Batman, which were, like, legit superheroes. Yeah, and they were also serious. Yeah. 
Whereas this was like, like you said, a bumbling hero. Yeah. It was funny. They were animals, so it wasn't like as serious. Like, couldn't have the seriousness of like Batman animated series yeah. with like a duck. And like clearly, they were like Batman was like inspiration for Darkwing Duck. Yeah, like the way he'd come in on the shadows and all that. So I think maybe that was the appeal, but that show grabbed me as a kid. Like, I was all about Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I liked it. I didn't get into it as much as you did, but speaking of a little bit of, like, that he was probably, um, you know, his character was, well, not probably, like, certainly inspired by Batman by trying to be, you know, stealthy and stuff. I was all about the Batman animated series. Um, I mean, how can you not? Yeah. How can you not? Like, one of the best, like, arguably one of the best cartoons. Oh, it was so good. Um, it pretty much, that that's pretty much what made me like Batman as my favorite superhero. And um, Kevin Conroy as Batman, and Bruce Wayne, obviously, um, and uh, Mark Hamill as the Joker, um, you know, just like, oh, so good. And although, like you with Darkwing Duck a couple years ago, I did try and watch the animated series again. It was on Amazon Prime for a bit. And, uh, yeah, that was a little bit rough. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a show I've been playing with, uh, well, we watch it. Uh, our buddy Devin actually just gave me a few of the seasons on DVD. Yeah. And it's one of those, but like, it's one of those where it kind of doesn't hold up as much. I, I mean, it, it it's just, <laughs> it's funny, like, it, it's got a little bit, like, over-the-top kind of cheesy, like they're trying to be so serious, you know? Um, and it's never daytime in Gotham. It's always night. <laughs> You know, yeah. and obviously that's on purpose. That's probably to help maybe speed along the production time, all that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. It's not. It's not terrible by any means. It's still good, but and the music is great. Like, I think that's. I think I want to say it's a composer named Danny Elfman. I think he did like some other Batman stuff. Or am I wrong on that one? Not sure. Or was it Hans Zimmer? No, not Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's too young for that, I think. Um, but uh, actually, let me see. I'm going to look it up because now I'm like, hey. I got to know. So I looked that up. Uh, one of the things that like, I've heard about with that show is that, like, as a kid, we wouldn't know. But, like, because, you know, like you said, like, everything at the show was nighttime and, like, it was dark. I guess a lot of cartoons, like, the stills are like what they would work off of had yes. like a white background and that show had like a black background mm. to like help emphasize like the darkness yes. of it and like it's just yeah and like 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 the, it's hard to put a finger on like when that show is supposed to be set yeah like because oh like, yeah no <laughs> No idea. Like the car, like the cars, look all like from the fifties, like nineteen sixties, yeah, fifties, sixties. <laughs> like how there was blimps everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
the dungeon he has all this tech and like the Batcave and the Batmobile. Most like state of the art computers like for the nineties. <laughs> yeah. So like that's a show where it's like you can't really put a finger on no. when it's actually supposed to be set. No. But like it's just yeah, like as a kid, like you get home from school, Batman Animated series, you're like, Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. And like it's so funny to like, kind of talk about it now. Like, think about it. Like, I think this was back at the time because that was on Fox. Yeah. I think it was fired by Spider-Man. Yeah. Before Spider- and, you know, think of it now. Like, a network having both DC and Marvel cartoon. Who would have known? Like, Who would have thunk like, it? Not today. Nah, like, back then, like, rights were so loose, like, yeah. this company had this, and this company had this, where now, especially with streaming services, and this yeah. network is owned by this company, yep. which is owned by this company, yep. and, you, like, yeah, if, like, a company has something DC, they're not gonna have anything Marvel, too, yep. like, it's... And I think... They have three more DC shows, so, like, think about, it, like, how Fox had... Batman animated series, the Spider-Man animated series, and X-Men. Like, huh. it's crazy that one network had all those cartoons. Three bangers, man. Three bangers. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, it is Danny Elfman uh, as the composer. I. Um, did I said. I did I say that one? Yeah, I thought I said Danny Elfman. Uh, anyways. You did. You um, did. but yeah. Uh, just like so so amazing like such amazing shows and like yeah you come home that's on something that wasn't a cartoon but um i always loved watching was uh was power rangers yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh okay not a cartoon but definitely for kids and okay was Uh. was the uh was the the like audio dubbing of uh, uh, what's her name? Rita. Rita Repulsa. Terrible. Like, there's no yes. way that that actress was actually saying those words in that tone. Oh, of course it was terrible. Yeah, terrible. Did I care whether I was unsubscribed? Hell no. No, of course not. Was, 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 um, uh, you know, was every episode basically the same formula? Yes. Yes, yes it was. Was it awesome because because you knew exactly what episode you were getting? Just a new monster of the week. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Oh man, Dude, look, you know me. You know me a very long time. You know my work from Power Rangers is my jam. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Like, oh, yes. Like I love Power Rangers. Yes. Were they racially stereotypical by by giving the yellow suit to an Asian girl and the black suit to a black guy? Sure they were. Yes. And and did the I, the I pink ranger. Because no. we had no idea. <laughs> I was, I was uh, a stupid fifth grader. I didn't care. Yeah. She was awesome. <laughs> and so like oh Power Rangers. It was so, so good. It was so good. Tommy so good. the Green Ranger. The Green Dude. Ranger. Uh, Dude, I love my Green Ranger. I have two Green Ranger t-shirts. <laughs> I, uh, just to sell it really quick, I've told you 
on my and my wife's honeymoon, we kind of split up with a weekend trip. Yes. Half of it was for me, half was for her. We went to Niagara Falls yep. for Comic-Con. And the main reason we went to that Comic-Con was because Jason David Frank, yes, the actor who plays Tommy Oliver, who is the green and white and red and red and black ranger, oh, was I going know. to be there. He was multiple colors <laughs> and multiple red rangers. I didn't know that. I knew green and white. And I remember white because of the movie. He went from green to white in that movie and had a totally different suit no, than everybody else. No, huh? he didn't. He was white the whole time in that movie. Oh. They went from the regular Power Rangers to the Ninja Rangers. Oh. But he was the Red Ranger that whole movie. Oh, I'm so glad you're so Tr- nerdy about this me. stuff. Oh, trust my gosh. Oh, so good. <laughs> and so quickly, yes, he was... The Green Ranger, the White Ranger, he was in Red Zeo, Red Turbo, and then he was years later, they bombed back for another version, he was the Black Ranger for Dino Thunder. Okay. Okay. So, we went to this Comic-Con for the main purpose of me meeting him. Like, I dug out from my parents' attic my two original... Yeah, uh, green and white Power Ranger figures, like the six-inch nice. giant. I dug them out, having a <laughs> backpack. Got to we, you know, went to Canada the night before. In line for the convention, I'm all excited. Then I hear someone behind me saying, "Oh yeah, he posted on social media that there was this because he's out of like Dallas or Houston, mm-hmm. but there was like a storm and he couldn't fly out, so he's not going to make this convention." Oh no! And so I started having a nervous wreck. Oh. My wife of almost a week is looking at me like, "Oh no!" Like you're not like <laughs> judging me. She was like, "Oh no!" She was sad for you. Yeah. Yeah, so we hurried in, got to the table, found out, and they're like, yeah, he's not going to make it. And like I said, like, and I'm not a go-to convention, so that was like the only convention I've gone to. Yep. I'm not a pay-for-pictures and autographs type of guy. Yep. I was going to pay to have a picture taken with him and have him sign my action figure. <laughs> and it's like, you know, so, yes, I am a big Power Rangers fan, and talking about the toys, when that show came out, and, you know, the toys for that show were ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they were awesome. We had some. Oh, yeah. So, we have two older cousins on my dad's side of the family. Okay. And at that point in time, my one cousin, Carrie, uh, I think she was a teenager, because we were, like... I want to say we were like fourth, fifth grade when that came out. Yep. She worked at Toys R Us. Oh. That's like that's like having a family member work at Nintendo. So birthday <laughs> and Christmas were lit for me <laughs> as a Power Rangers fan. I had all the time for years. I had the Zords, I had the Blasters, I had the Morphers, I had the Dragon Dagger, I had Sava, I had all those toys, and like, growing up, like, her, she had a bunch of her friends, a lot of her close friends worked at that store too, and as I got older, like, they'd be at family things, and they'd be like, yeah, 
when Power Rangers toys came in, there'd be a character would be like, okay, hold this to the side. I gotta get it for my cousin. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good cousin. So, yeah, she's a good one. That's awesome. Also, so it was coming, which, I mean, she'll never listen to this, but I'd never hear the end of it if I didn't say that. So, Wait. her sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, man, Power Rangers yeah. and, like, I only ever watched the original series, like up to the movie, uh, and then yeah, I fell off of it. I so I don't know if maybe I maybe I feel like I outgrew it or something. I don't know. I just fell off of it and never came back to it again. You know. So this could probably be its own main topic. Okay. Uh, different episode, but we're gonna but we're gonna just dive into it quickly now. Uh huh. Uh, I would follow through throughout the years, like a new season, like, cause for about five years or so, mm-hmm. each season would like connect to the previous one. They like carry over the cast. Okay. Like, from like Power, from Mighty Morphin to Zio, like that cast moved on, they got new powers. And during the course of that, they'd like change up some of the cast. Hmm. But then like when they moved on to the next version, they kept, like, it was, like, one kind of long storyline of, like, this team, and every time they changed their powers, they then got a new villain, and then it got to the point where, like, all the rangers were replaced out with new people, but it was, like, okay. a continuation, like, this person took it from this person. That's kind of cool, and actually. Then, like and that. then it got to a point where they stopped that, um. and it was just... The next season was just a brand new batch, and then they never looked back. Mm. And they have yet to have one season. Like, they'll interact maybe with other seasons. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, a ranger who was on this team, then being a ranger on the next team, that stopped. Huh. And, like, I wonder why they stopped doing that. That's weird. <laughs> Not sure, like, and then, and also went from, like, a, uh, like, you know, Mighty Morph Power Rangers, it was only two seasons. Yeah. But it was an everyday show, so, like, because I watched it on Netflix. Season one of Mighty Morph from Power Rangers had 60 episodes. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's a yeah. lot of, that's a lot of... But <laughs> 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 think of it. Because now all shows are weekly, where that was a daily show. That is true. That is, yeah, that is true. And they had, I mean, it was almost like a soap opera with how daily it was. But, like, it was based off of a Japanese show. Super Sentai. Yes. And any time they were actually doing the action and the fighting, it was not the American actors. No. It it was the clips from the Japanese show, and then when the fighting was done, it would go back to the American actors, but in the same set. And it's like, yeah. why not just have them do it? <laughs> like, if you're going to use the same set, why are we using the Japanese actors? The thing is, a lot of times the set wasn't the same. Like, that would be like, they would then cut... Like to this angle, uh, and it would be a clearly like there are episodes where you look and the signs in the background <laughs> are in Japanese. Okay, so it's a little Tinseltown magic that hopefully you know 
It's more like hopefully they don't notice. <laughs> yeah, and I know this because uh, once, you know, because we're old enough that, you know, the meme goes, I can remember when Netflix came through DVDs in the mail. I'm still delivering okay, those things. Was, <laughs> what's that? I'm still delivering those things. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's now yeah. just D- it's now just DVD.com, but yeah, 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 yep. But so when like streaming Netflix started, and like I signed up for it, I had my well, my old laptop at my first apartment. Yep. And I found like oh, Power Rangers is on here, and I was searching through. And at the time, I'm like oh, Power Rangers are on here. So then I started a self mandated quest. Yeah. Eventually, I was going to watch Power Rangers. You psychopath. <laughs> I got pretty darn far. Like, it <laughs> took me, like, almost a decade. And I still didn't finish them all because, unfortunately, recently, Netflix got rid of most of the bulk of uh, the Power Rangers catalog. Oh. Yeah, because they had, like, a lot of the different series on there. Oh, they had all of them. Okay. They had all of them, and I watched all of them. Okay. Up until, and this term will have no meaning to you because you didn't watch it, up until Megaforce, which was uh, when they had the the 20th anniversary season. Okay. Wow. So. Which is now 10 years ago, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> like, so mind you, there were seasons that were bad. Oh, and yeah. Then, I mean, I wouldn't say the first season was necessarily good, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, but there was ones where it was just like, oh, like, oh, yeah, just, just, just really, really just bad. This. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, so we gotta move on to another topic because I'll keep talking about Power Rangers. <laughs> so let's move to another. Let's talk X Men, the animated series. Yeah, we'll we'll close with X Men. We'll close with X Men. Oh, okay. We'll because close with X-Men. yeah, because uh, so oh man, like um, X Men is on Disney Plus, and I tried watching the first episode. I couldn't get through the first episode. Um, again, it's just like stuff is just happening, and and it feels a little random. Um, yeah, that first episode it was just kind of like, wait, 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 why are they all just at the mall? Yeah, and then like the the disconnect between there are malls going on, but like. There are also 80-foot-tall sentinels hunting mutants. And that that seems like a, a post-apocalyptic dystopian type thing that would be in a, you know... Like, it doesn't seem to fit in a world where there's still shopping malls that are running like normal. You know? So, um... I don't know. And then... Just the the voice acting is just so funny and cheesy. And, like, Storm has this big operatic epic voice, you know, and every time she talks, even though she's shopping for shirts. Um, (laughs) So, we're going to have to show the clip as the next one. 
Wait, well, you got to repeat that again. Sorry, buddy. Was there another show you wanted to get into before we close with X-Men? Because there's a bunch of other shows we can talk about. Um... Uh, I mean, there we could, I guess we could we could kind of give little little bits here and there. I mean, obviously, number two on this list, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yes, Ninja Turtles. Uh, my favorite being Raphael. My favorite being Donatello. Yes, and Isaiah's as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. He his favorite is Donnie. Uh, we have a Donnie action figure. Uh. I do believe he has. Oh, we couldn't find him one. That's right. He has a Leo, a Leonardo, and a Raphael stuffed animal. Haven't been able to find him a Donatello. Um, probably because Donatello is like I think a lot of people's favorite. So and like I've thought about it, I cannot tell you why he was my favorite. Like, yeah, purple is not my favorite color. Nope. Uh, I don't know if it was because like the bow staff. The bow staff is pretty I cool. Know, like, you think like as a kid like sword, so you think maybe Leonardo? Yeah. I cannot cannot put my finger on why Donatello was my favorite. Probably because he's the nicest that, one. That my dude. He's the nicest one in the group. Like, yeah, Mikey's fun, but you know, like Donnie seemed the most. I don't know, reasonable of them? Like, yeah, kind of personable. I don't know. Raphael, I don't know why he was my favorite, because I'm not necessarily, like, a super angry, moody person. Um, You know, like, but I don't know. He was just, he was cool. Like, he was, like, the bad boy of the group. Leonardo, Leonardo's basic. He's so boring. (laughs) You know, like, if you like Leo, that says something about, like, you just don't want to do anything with your life. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, I just want to. I just want to lead people. <laughs> yeah, man, that cartoon. It's so and, good. Like so good, and again, like the tones from that cartoon. Oh, like, oh my gosh! That was that was before Power Rangers came out. Yes, and like, but like. Man, just wave after wave after wave yeah. of just action figures with those. And I lost all of their weapons every time we got one. <laughs> and and then they kept coming out with new lines, you know? Because, like, the movies came out, and so you had to get the samurai versions of them. And then, you know, they they made the special, like, underwater suits to fight whatever bad guys were underwater, you know? And, like... You had to get the you like had to there get the was, van. I think there was a basketball Donatello line where he had like a Michael Jersey the Michael Jordan looking jersey. Yes, on. I do remember that. They all <laughs> Gosh. Oh man. They were nineties marketing was unashamed to like slap anything on an action figure. <laughs> yeah. If it was something like in the cartoon, like, oh, here's something, like, okay. But, like, 98% of the Ninja Turtles action figures that came out had absolutely nothing to do with anything that happened in the cartoon. 
No, but yeah, I never. Had, but I had to have them. Oh, yeah. Because they were awesome. Oh, of course. And they, they were, they were the best, like, and they weren't, like, not like they were, like, these stupid little chintzy figures. No. Like, they were good figures. Yeah, they were good figures that held up uh, when you played with them. Um, you know, and, and that's similar to, like, uh, I had a lot of the a lot of action figures from uh, the Batman '89 movie. Does Batman yeah. in that movie ever wear a silver ice suit? No. Did I have that action figure because they made it? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, oh, like, did the he? Batman serious figures where it was like. Oh yeah, you know, like, like Tundra Batman. I'm like, I don't remember this episode. No, I have no. to have that figure. No, yeah, because he's all white. Like, yeah, it's a Batman that looks like ice. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting that one. Is does yeah. Batman now have a red suit? I don't know why, but I'm gonna get it because yeah, I, ba- I want to like Batman. That's right. Like Batman. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, those Ninja Turtle figures. They got insane with what they put out. Yes. But, but man, but yeah, that cartoon, and that's another one. And, like, my boys, like, we've stumbled upon, like, those, like, kind of collection DVDs where it's, like, yes. these five, six episodes. Yep. And um, my boys, every now and then, get into line to watch them. And I sit down and watch it with them, and I'm like, oh. There's another one where it's like, ooh, these are, and like you may, you may or may not know this, but do you know who the voice of the Shredder was? No. Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Really? Yeah, James Avery. Really, that blows my mind. I had no idea. Clip online and listen to the shredder, and you will hear like a gruffer Uncle Phil. Okay, all right. Uh, did you know who plays Super Shredder in Ninja Turtles Two, the movie? Sexy Kevin Nash. That's right, <laughs> Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea until like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had no idea. I, I mean, oh I just knew, like, you don't see his face, you know? Like, like I don't know at the time, but I found out a while ago. Yeah. No, I had I had no idea. And I think that was even before he was uh, Diesel. That, that was still when he was, uh, he was either Oz or Vinny Vegas. Vinny Vegas. Gosh. Gosh, he went through some rough times, man. Yeah. Went through some Vinny rough was. times. Um, <laughs> Alright, last one. Last one. This is the last one because I'm like, I'm getting ready to pass out and I might just keep oh, recording. Right. I might just keep recording and then you'll just hear me snoring. Uh, we gotta go with Captain Planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, that was in my head when we were talking about this topic. Hold on. Hold on. What are the five elements? Do you remember? Fire, wind, water, heart. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart. I don't know how how heart is an element. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Yeah. I never understood why. 
the stretch to get a fifth one. Oh my gosh! Like, like even as a kid, I knew because my dad was as big of a nerd as I am now that there were four like you know quote unquote elements or whatever, and it was. It was the earth, fire, wind, and water. Like, those are the four elements. What's hard doing there? What What are you doing? But apparently it was needed to call on Captain Planet. And it was always that guy that sounded like a pig trying to mess things up. And there was like, the, there was like a rat dude. Oh, there yeah, was, yeah. There was uh, like the one female with like the... Like, Messed up half face. Oh yeah, they pretty much ripped off Two Face. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. there was like a business type dude. Like I don't remember any of the villains' names. Oh, neither do I. Um, neither do I. The most memorable sounding one was the guy that did the. You know, he did have the story yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was so terrified that I was gonna like walk into like as I'm walking around a town, I'm gonna see like. A factory dumping green sludge into a, into a creek or something. Like I was always so scared that like there was gonna be toxic sludge all all around us. <laughs> yeah, that and quicksand. The two things that cartoons made me think were gonna be an issue. And lasers. Never... And laser no lasers. Always lasers yes. too. Yes. Quicksand, lasers, and toxic sludge. <laughs> yeah. Three things I was worried about as a kid that yet to play a factor yep. into my life. Yep. Never, like, yeah. never had to deal with quicksand. Captain Planet. Oh, I so was good. Bigger than that show. Uh. And uh, who's your, who's your planeteer? Uh, I, think, I think I like the fire guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What was his name? Wheeler. Wheeler? <laughs> like, I did not look this up because I didn't even think I didn't even think about Captain Planet when we were talking about it. But I remember his name was Wheeler. The dude who was Earth was Kwame. Yep. Uh, Wind uh, was um, a blonde girl. She was Russian. Oh, she was Russian. That's right, yes. Because they were all from like, different countries. Yes. and yep. Trying uh, to... Rado, she was Asian. Yep. And then I want to say Hart... Well, I say his name was Mateo. Was it? Huh. Won't see yeah. it now. Now I got to look it up. But, yeah. The, and, like... It's just... Uh, that show was so good. I had, like, a few of the figures, and they had came with, like, the reins... Yeah, and, like they didn't fit my fingers, but they were like unzipped, <laughs> like, like the tip of my finger. Even as a kid, like I had fat hands, and I had the plane, like the yellow plane they had. <laughs> I had that toy. Nice. That's oh. awesome. Okay, so um, okay, so I've got some names to give to you here, not just the uh, names of the characters, but some uh, voice actors. <laughs> Some very notable oh, yeah. actors. Uh, Captain Pollution was one of the villains. He was... The villains came up with their five reigns. Yeah. And they created the counterpart to Captain yes. Planet. Because the only... Because the main trope of any, any, any superhero thing is to fight the opposite of what you are. Like, or yeah. to fight the similar thing, you know, like the facsimile of what you are. 
you know, the Flash goes against Reverse Flash. They both got yeah. super speed, you know. Uh, Doctor Blight. She was a villain. Do you know who played her? No. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Um, no way. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Um. The uh, the kid that you were thinking of, you thought it was Mateo. It's close. Mati. 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 Uh, did you say Linka? I did not, but that that was a Russian girl. She was the yep, she was the blonde Russian girl for Wind. There was another character, and if you know anything about video game characters, um, you'll you'll get why this is funny. There was a character named Duke Nukem. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, do you know who played... Yeah, he was... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I remember that character. He was, like, this radioactive guy who had, like, uh, like Hawaiian shirt yep. and shorts. Yep, and he and looks he like the like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. glowing like, red mohawk. Oh, yeah, I remember yep. him now. Yep. Yep. Uh, I can see that character in my head. <laughs> I do not remember a single episode with Duke Nukem, but that is funny. Um... Do you know who played Kwame? No, I I don't remember. I don't know who any of the voice actors on this show were. LeVar Burton. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was another guy. I, I think, he was he an AI Mal? M-A-L? Wait, what are you talking about? The uh, I don't know if it's a if it's a good character or bad, but M- Mal says he's a character from Captain Planet. I do not remember. Uh, okay, I he looks familiar. Um, he was played by Tim Curry. Yeah, and then there's yeah, some heavy hitters on the Heavy show. hitters, and then maybe the heaviest of the heavy hitters, Verminous Scum. He looks like he's got a... He's like the rat guy, yeah. Yeah, he's got a tail and everything. Jeff Goldblum. No way! Jeff Goldblum. Uh, guy, I should have ended with that one, because Gaia was played by Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> and uh, Suchi? Um, I don't know. Uh, Frank Welker. I believe that's uh, Robocop. No, right? Frank or no, Optimus no. Prime, right? Um, yeah, either Optimus Prime or Megatron. Megatron, one, yeah. One of the Transformers. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. That is... What a cast. Who was the voice of Wheeler? Um, let me see. Who's the voice of Wheeler? Planeteers... We've got... Wheeler was voiced by somebody named Joey DiDio. Right. Yeah, okay, never. Was <laughs> <laughs> it was Kwame Wheeler, Linka, uh, G, or Gee? Gee? I think Gee. Gee, and Mati. Mati was from Brazil. Okay. Yep. Yep, and then they had the eco-villains. Gosh. Uh, yeah. 
Like, that was a show that I, I don't even know where you could watch that. I don't want to, because <laughs> I remember that show being so much fun and so yes. awesome. But even just thinking about it, oh. I remember how cheesy it was. So I'm like, yeah. I do not think I could, I could <laughs> even try to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it says Verminous Scum was voiced by Jeff Goldblum for the first <clears throat> for the first season. Um, Hoggish Greedly, he was that uh, pig guy. Ed Asner. Wow. Yeah, and then his his uh, his henchman uh, Rigger, John Ratzenberger. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like what? Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Man, uh, man the team at Captain Planet went hard for the voice actors. Sly Sludge was played by Martin Sheen for three seasons. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. I'm so glad we went down a Captain America rabbit hole. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, like... Listeners, you can't see it, but I hope you can hear it. I have a huge grin on my face reading this. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, oh, oh, the Captain Pollution thing. These are the uh, counterparts to all the all the all you know the elements. These are the bad elements. Duke Nukem has a super radiation ring, the counterpart of fire. <laughs> Loot and plunder. <laughs> But it's l- Lutin, like L-O-O-T-E-N, Lutin. Yeah. Plunder has a deforestation ring. That's that's subtle. That's, um, <laughs> that's about as, what is it? Uh, oh, what's Subtle as a heart attack on that one. <clears throat> um, yeah. Sly Sludge has a smog ring. Uh, Verminous Scum has a toxic ring. And Dr. Blight has the hate ring counterpart yeah. of heart. Gosh. I remember wa- I would watch Captain Planet on Sundays visiting with my dad. We would watch it while we would eat dinner before he would take us back home to our mom. Uh, and that's how we watch it. It was never in order. I don't even think it was actually serialized. You know, like, I think each episode was kind of random, unless it was, like, a two-part or three-part episode. And I don't even know if they did that. Um, I think it was more of a, more of a, what, if if it's not serialized, it's, what, a procedural? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that show was all about syndication. Yeah. Oh. Just give it to them in syndication. Just give us all, all the episodes at once. We don't need it weekly. So, but, uh, man, I... I think we should end on that because that, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I think we'll go out on that one because that's, I don't know if we're going to have another high note quite like that with the with that cast of characters. Yeah, and down the road we'll do a part two of cartoons because there was just like still so much more. Oh my gosh, we and actually, we talked about what, five shows I think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just have a 90s cartoon extravaganza. Yeah, part two. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, so on that note, we'll call it a night. That's right. So for Carlos Radiata, I am Smitty, and uh, thank you for listening, and 
We will catch you next week. Keep it locked.